Today's episode of the podcast is sponsored by Dr. Carlo Bayraktarian. Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Dernarek from St. Sarkis Church along with our co-host Mr. Vehbes Digan. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Let us start our show with a prayer of St. Nersas Shnorhali, St. Nersas the Gracious. Parik gametsogh, gamkere gadarogh der. Mitogur vor yes im gamkis hamatsain entanam. Ail arachnortesis vor misht ku pareser gamkit hamatsain abrim. Ye vor meku araradznerut, ye vinzi pasma meris. Lord, performer of the wills of those who will good, let me not pursue my own inclinations but guide me so that I may, at all times, live according to your good will. Have mercy upon your creatures and upon me, great sinner that I am. Kasakits lasum em paperisaina Kaharces anant mech lasum en mermabuknera Inchu esirta samberta hru Yetmanum em menakutartu Kirdasana Sarif Sarivevat It's the 25th anniversary of the independence of Armenia. Indeed. Armenia is 25 years old. It is amazing to think 25 years have passed so quickly. I recall when the news first came out, I happened to be at Camp Hayastan. You were. In Massachusetts. And it was on the cover of all the papers, and it was such an ecstatic feeling. I'm sure we all felt it. But to be able to share that in an Armenian environment and talk about Armenia being free, because as long as I've been a child, we always talked about this dream of a free, independent Armenia, and we actually achieved that, and it's been 25 years. 25 years ago, so you remember where you were. Yes. Where were you, Dernarek? I was, I was home, and I, one thing that I remember very clear that uh, my, my grandfather was in his dying bed when he heard about the independence of Armenia. He was sick, you know, frail, and when my, my parents shared the news with him, he started crying mm. and he was like i knew the day will come that i will see see it 
um, and he felt so sad that he wouldn't be able to see Armenia, the independent Armenia. But he goes, he was like, as long as I heard about the independence, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. It's a relief. It is, yeah. you know. So um, he, the fact that he got so emotional, and I, I, I was a kid, it affected me in a very profound way. You know that Armenia was not some distant, you know. Fiction. It was a reality that affected us, affected us on a very personal level. So, 25 years later, um, I know there are uh, great plans to celebrate this small milestone. It's a very young republic that we have. Um, I know Aram Vehapar is visiting Armenia. He has been invited by the president, and today is Tuesday. We are recording this. I am not aware of all the details of the celebration that will be unfolding during this week but it's good to know that um, our nation is celebrating this this milestone absolutely and i know it's exciting for the great house of cilicia to be able to participate in this very noteworthy event and celebration so this past sunday oshagan serbazan was presiding over the services here and we had directives from the prelacy to have a very special service dedicated to the Republic of Armenia. And we did that service as part of our um, Divine Liturgy celebration. It was right between, um, or right before the um, singing of the Heimer, before the sermon that uh, was delivered. The prayer was beautiful. Sarpazan blessed the flag, the tricolor uh, color flag, and he delivered a very powerful message. And he reminded that the first celebration took place in 1919 when Armenia was only one year old, yeah. the, the first independence. And then he said, now we are celebrating the 25th, but there was a time where even thinking about the free and independent Armenia was a big deal. But we kept that love and the yearning of independence in our hearts and nobody was able to take that away from us and the fact that we are all happy and blessed to have an independent armenia and he reminded us that maintaining um the independence and maintaining the country and struggling to make that country a better place is not only the responsibility of those who live in armenia but it is the responsibility of each and every armenian anywhere in the world to strive and work hard to make Armenia a better place. And I I loved his message. I loved the way that he delivered his message. And, you know, as a person who visited Armenia for the first time this summer, um, it's, his message sounded different to me because Why? what would diff what was different about it with that all these all these past years, you know, Armenia was uh, that place in my head, but after this summer, Armenia is, you know, a place where I went, I visited, I saw things, I experienced things. And although when we were speaking about um, my, my uh, during our previous podcast, it sounded like my impressions were not so positive. But uh, as the time goes by... You had some critiques, but I wouldn't I say it wasn't positive. Overall, you enjoyed the experience. Absolutely. And, and you, you, you took full advantage of what Armenia had to offer, but... You had some, you know, misgivings about Sure. You know, but now um, I'm going to make a confession. The week after I came back from 
Armenia, I was online and I was looking for apartments, you know. Um, although when people were asking me, when are you going to go back to Armenia? I would say, I'm good for a while. But, as but we now were, you're ready to go back. Yes. Uh, and yeah. we were sp speaking about this last week and we, we are making plans to visit Armenia soon. So it's a place uh, that we can call home. It's home for us. And yes. uh, just like any country, there's the good, there's the bad. And uh, there's the potential to become always better. 25 years has been fraught with challenges, struggles, a war with the neighboring Azerbaijan. All these things are very palpable and very, uh, you know, apparent to us in Armenia and outside in the diaspora. We watch it. We monitor it very closely. But this is a time for us to celebrate, to celebrate this very significant milestone and enjoy every moment of it. So happy 25th anniversary to the young Republic of Armenia, the second independence of Armenia. Quite a weekend here at St. Sarkis Church there, Narek. I'd say one of the busier ones of the calendar. Uh, we started off Friday with Connect, the Connect. huge club of St. Sarkis Armenian Church. And you were here for it. Greg was here for it. I was not. I'd love to hear about it. I don't know what transpired. It was the second session of Connect. We started um, Connect two weeks ago. It is the new name of our good old youth club of St. Sarkis Church, but um, we have a totally brand new approach with new perspectives, new people, new participation, and it's going great. Uh, this week we watched the second episode of the Alpha Course, but before that, um, let me just... What is the Alpha Course? Did I, I mean, I've gotten some exposure to it now as a result of some of the work we're doing with the prelacy, but... If you could tell us what exactly... Before we go to the was. Alpha course, let me just tell uh, to our listeners, if you don't mind, no, the structure of Connect. We get together around 5.30 every Friday evening. And the first thing that we do, just like good old Armenians would do, we have something to eat. And once we finish um, dinner... Top priority. It always. is. It is a priority. So, uh, once the dinner is over, um, usually one of our leaders... Uh, prepa uh, prepares an icebreaker and implements that icebreaker so that 
the participants are at ease, you know, they're communicating with each other, um, they're relaxed, and then we start with um, the Alpha course. Now, the Alpha course is something that was developed years ago in London by this person who um, had nothing to do with Christianity. His parents, one of the parents was a Catholic, non-practicing Catholic, the other was a Jew, and one day he uh, started thinking about his life and he was exposed to um, to Christianity, to, to the teachings of Christianity. And as he says it, it was like uh, a man who is having trouble with his vision. Suddenly, the doctor prescribes to him a pair of eyeglasses, and subsequently he starts seeing the world in you know, different colors. Mm -hmm. So to him, Christianity was that lens. And it makes sense because we know that with, with the perspective of Christianity, the life is totally changed. So he wanted to share that message um, across the world, not only in his local town uh, in London. And he developed this course, which every year or two is kind of redesigned. And um, it has two um, different sets. One set is for adults and the other set is for uh, youth. So we are implementing the one that is designed for youth. We have been, this was the third session that that um, we we watched, the first, or the third session that we will be watching this Friday, actually. The first session was very interesting. Life, is this all about, or is, this, uh, is there anything more in life? And it was such an eye-opening experience for the kids, because it comes from a place where everyone kind of relates to. It's... Um, the way that any t teenager would live, going to college, hanging out with friends, and gradually they started asking some deep questions. And the participant was like, wow, we were not expecting this. This was deep. So um, that was followed with a great um, session of discussions that the participants had with, uh, with their leaders. Last week was about Jesus Christ. Who is Jesus? This week, we're going to cover why did Jesus die for us. So, we expect to cover this um, until, I would say, March of 2017. And the way that we are doing this, we're doing three Alpha courses back-to-back -back for three weeks. And then the fourth week of the month, we are doing some social event. And um, Lena and Sonia and the uh, other members of the group are already planning what would be the social event so that the kids uh, will come and participate and have fun. But in every session, regardless if it's uh, alpha or not, the social aspect is there, the food is there, um, and we are creating an environment where friendship is nurtured along with knowledge about uh, their, their, their faith and knowledge uh, of God. So this is alpha. That's outstanding. I, you know, I, I got a little bit of exposure to it, as I mentioned earlier. I noticed it's very interactive. There's videos. They seem very true to life. And I could see kids, you know, teenagers actually connecting with it and actually um, having the opportunity afterwards to comment and, and discuss based on the, the film. Greg, what's your opinion on it? I mean, did, what... Do you think it's it's very relevant topically? Is Does it seem to, to work for these kids? Do they... Do they do they grasp it? I think the Alpha Course is a very unique way of engaging the kids and bringing religion and faith into a super fun environment. So the the environment of the youth club is great because most of these kids 
already know each other. And what Dynotic tries to do with the Alpha course is push questions and and topics into these kids' eyes that perhaps they've never even spoken about before, which is really, in my eyes, as a witness to this event, is a really unique way of engaging them uh, further and further into each other's lives. So through the faith aspect and the icebreakers, we end up having a really good time. We split up into groups. And yeah, it is um, segregated by age and everyone gets to meet and talk with each other. Um, But then afterwards, it gets exciting because, well, we have food, which is always great. And then we have, uh, let's say, an entertainment-based part of it where we... um, implement live music and believe it or not we actually have some really good talent and talent brewing people are still i think a little bit nervous to get involved but it's still really awesome to see everybody excited about the future of connect and of course we invite new youth to come and join us uh bring their talents and their excitement to our friday nights together it starts at 5 30 and um I think the age group is middle, middle school, school, high school. Even if you're in college and you feel young in spirit, you're welcome to join us. Yeah, come by. We'll have a good time. So Saturday was another outstanding day, the second week, I believe, of Saturday school at the Suzanne and Hofsep Hagopian Saturday School here at St. Sarkis Armenian Church. It was incredibly well attended. I mean, just having been here, we were getting ready for the Sunday picnic, which we'll be talking about in a few minutes. But uh, it just seemed like there was so much activity and um, a very vibrant academic environment there, Nadeg, if I may say. Sure, but uh, we have a new record number. The number of the students, we have reached 100. This is something wow. that we have never had before. 100 milestone, that's incredible. 100 students coming every Saturday to learn about their heritage, their culture, and their religion. And that is such an exciting thing. We have a problem. Space. Space is a huge (laughs) problem. (laughs) It's a good problem to have because uh, the Board of Trustees of St. Sarkis Church are um, studying the plans. We already have plans to expand the current building and add um, new classrooms and make the Saturday school, the building of the school, be that perfect place where the kids would come, they would feel comfortable and learn about everything that we are teaching here so it is really exciting it feels like one huge family where the parents the teachers the board members they are all excited and um this is something that worth celebrating absolutely and you could see the enthusiasm with the kids they seem to be having a great time very engaged um, just through my observations of passing by the classrooms and i teach religion every saturday to the kids and it is such a great experience for me. And this year, since we don't have a lot of classrooms, my classroom is the sanctuary. The kids are coming to the sanctuary where they, That's they sit. That's appropriate. 
yeah and uh i i i speak to them i teach and you know this past saturday one of the kids was like but we're not allowed to speak in church when i was asking questions i said it's okay it's a it, it's a sanctuary but this is classroom also Dual purpose. For, yeah you can ask you can answer my questions it's such a fulfilling thing um you know for me as a priest to spend quality time with uh with our students with our children and teach them about god um i, I i'm really thankful that i serve in a parish where we have all these kinds of programs so and parents that support them absolutely which is very important it's great to see the parish i know people drive over an hour to get there on Saturdays and they find it's important and it's a priority for them to have their kids enrolled. So kudos to them. God bless them. God bless them. And, um, you know, our parish will hear a lot of uh, information on the upcoming building project. Stay tuned because we all need your help to make the Saturday school the best place for our kids. So in the midst of all of the Saturday school programming, you had about 50 volunteers getting ready for the annual church picnic, the annual which church went off picnic. without a hitch. And there was a lot of work, a lot of preparatory work, and it, it seemed to have gone over incredibly well. They're not Incredibly well. That's, that's really a good way of putting it. It's very funny. Today I was speaking with uh, a member of our board of trustees, and I will not mention the name. Um, so this person was like, Every year, uh, this person says, I prepare a list of all the things that went bad for us to improve. <laughs> and this year, this person this says, <laughs> I don't have anything on my list. So I said, that's a great thing. Indeed, it was, it was a great um, show of how we can work together and put something that the entire community could enjoy. And that our prayers were answered. I know you were praying all week for good weather. Everyone, everyone was praying. I think I was very Yeah, skeptical. but that was your responsibility. RP, my wife, RP, said <laughs> on the list of responsibilities, weather, dead height. So you worked it out with the man upstairs. Good work. Good job. Thank God. And, you uh, know, he heard the yeah. prayers. But let me let me tell you, I was skeptical. I was like, I spoke with our chairman, Dr. Kazaz, and I was like, should we change the date? And then I spoke to Michael, and then we decided to just keep the date and cast your anxiety on the lord because the lord will help us and indeed um, a blessing it was yeah so good weather outstanding food great music and, uh, you gotta hand it to the cooks the cooks the boisterous cooking crew had an outstanding time on their own celebrating and enjoying the festivities and while cooking up a storm and uh, i know that the parish really enjoyed the food and the music the entertainment little plug for Michael Gostanyan and his band and Hushed for really entertaining us and, and keeping uh, the atmosphere very, very lively. And we were joined by State Senator Mr. Tony Avila and Congressional Candidate Mr. Uh, Tom Swazi. It was a great uh, for them to stop by just to say hi to our community. And get a taste of Armenian culture and music and enjoyed i know they they sincerely enjoyed the festivities they did we also had um our neighboring church the community church of douglaston along with their pastor and i would say 15 20 people people yes who were uh, really enjoyed the food enjoyed the festivities and we had um that abraham the pastor of uh, holy martyrs armenian church uh that abraham al-hasyan along with his parishioners who were here with us so absolutely 
it made it feel like this was one big celebration, maybe the last uh, event of the summer. Of the summer, right. Of the summer. I yeah. thought you were going to say of the year. I'm like, no, little... <laughs> no, we still have a lot of things so to So we come. got a lot to celebrate. A lot to celebrate. And one of them is the Cigar Night this Friday evening, which the Men's That's Club right. is, is holding right. this Friday at 8 o'clock. So it has been a busy week. It will be another busy week, but um, it's all good. This yeah, so we encourage our... Uh, our listeners to come out for Friday night, eight o'clock. Get a couple of cigars, some kebab, and some, uh, you know, some and, other. Uh, and we treats. have a VIP guest. We do. We do. Who Are is we joining announcing? us? I, I am not announcing. Okay. That okay. will be that will be the surprise of of the day. Just come and you will see who is the VIP guest. Wow. Way to way to wet our palates and get us interested, Deadhide. On Sunday, September 25th, the ARF Drogomida is celebrating the 25th anniversary of Armenia's independence. And today I have on the phone with me, Ms. Huri Samuelian, who will be speaking to us about this event. Huri, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Okay, thank you, Deserica. I'm well. How are you today? I'm very good. Why don't you tell us about the celebration which is taking place this Sunday? September 21st is uh, Armenians' uh, 25th uh, uh, independence celebration date. So, Derogomide uh, 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 of New Jersey is, uh, uh, has planned a big event to celebrate uh, that occasion, the 25th anniversary of Armenians' independence. We will celebrate it by having uh, uh, famous singers from uh, Armenia, the Isperians, Nersik, Arabo, and Akasi. Uh, the event will take place on Sunday, uh, September 25th, at uh, Bergen County Academies. It's in Hackensack, New Jersey. Um, the, besides the singers, the famous singers who are attending, uh, we will have uh, Hamastai in New Jersey Arika Chorus, uh, um, Hamastai Nairi Dance Ensemble, Homeless Men of New Jersey, AYF, all are participating, celebrating this event. Of course, uh, sister chapters, ARS chapter, other chapters as well. Um, so the event is pretty uh, powerful, um, very well uh, organized, and I'm hoping that plenty of people will arrive. There are lots of tickets are sold, but there are still tickets available. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the, the artists, Nersig, Arapo, and Agassi. Um, I don't recall, when was the last time that they were here in, performing in the U.S.? It, uh, um, my, my assumption would be that they haven't been here recently, right? Not recently. It's been about, uh, possibly about 10 years. 10 years uh, for Nersig. Yes, only Nersig attended, and it was for One Culture, uh, uh, One, one Nation, nation. Uh, Again, assembled in New Jersey at uh, at uh, Felician College uh, Hall, uh, but at that time it was only Nersik. This time he joined with his son, who's a pretty very rising uh, young man uh, with beautiful songs, just as as great as his father, and also his brother Agassi. His I believe it's his uh, uh, brother's son. Uh, so nephew, this right? Is the first right. time the three will be uh, I was uh, in Armenia in August, and I was uh, attending my, our nephew's christening, and Nersig and Arabo were the main uh, 
singers of the, of the day and oh, uh, I'm lucky. <laughs> it was such such a beautiful um, celebration and we spoke to them and we told them that um, you're you're coming to the states and um, we're visiting Armenia from the states and they were so excited about this event both Nersig and his son Arabo and you know I would like to share this with the audience that um, they performed Nersig and Arabo they, they both have beautiful voices and um, they engaged all the people who were there you know we were just exactly. requesting yeah. songs and they were performing for us so it was such a great thing to a point that he said I will continue when I get to the US so <laughs> he gave us a promise to continue with the same energy it was really a, a wonderful celebration and I am personally looking forward to attend the celebration um, this Sunday oh, that'll be great. yes that'll be, it, it'll be a great event I mean whoever doesn't attend they will be missing a lot as you said they're very energetic their songs are so powerful we were also in Armenia with the Hamaskain Nari Dance Ensemble uh, and we met them there. Again, they were uh, very friendly. I met them 10 years ago, but I was behind the scenes. I couldn't talk to him. But this time he's very engaging. Uh, again, he was looking so forward to coming to the U.S. and singing in New Jersey. Exactly. Uh, so uh, we can't wait. And again, as I said, it's going to be um, a big miss if you don't see this event because it's really powerful. And again, it's going to be used... 80, 100 kids will be on the stage, some singing, some dancing, so culture all over. You'll be enjoying it very much. And what a, what a great way of celebrating the 25th um, anniversary of, of the independence of Armenia, um, you know, using culture as a great medium of, of that celebration. I think... Yes. Um, the Dorogomi they had this wonderful idea of bringing or inviting the artists from Hayastan and then also including the local talents uh, being Hamaskai Narika Chorus or the Nairi Dance Ensemble so it's really exciting anything else that you want to share with our listeners Suri? Uh, you know I, I just want to reach uh, this is a great thing that you're doing I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to speak and get to the uh, New York community uh, I just want the New York community to know about this event. It's very difficult over here to advertise, get the word out, what events are going on between New York and New Jersey, even though we're just across the river. Uh, so this is a great way for us to uh, reach the New York audience, uh, and I'm very thankful for the opportunity. My pleasure. We wish you uh, all the success for this celebration and looking forward to seeing you this Sunday. Thank you so much. Yes, I look forward as well. God bless. Let's do the Bible reading and reflection now. This is something that we do every time here on the podcast. Today's reading is from the Gospel of St. John, chapter 10, verses 11 through 16. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock and one shepherd.
the word of the Lord. It's a beautiful saying of the sayings of our Lord Jesus Christ. I love this passage. Jesus speaks about himself and he explains his role in our lives and he uses the analogy of the shepherd. Just like the shepherd is meant to care for the sheep that has been put uh, or entrusted to him, Jesus is that shepherd and he's taking care of us. Who's the wolf? Um, what do you think? Who is the wolf? I don't know. I'm asking you. Is that somebody? The, the, is the that very the evil, generic, evil forces of the, the very world? Generic are they the distractions? Answer? Are they the? I mean, there's. It seems to me there are two not great entities in this reading. I wouldn't. I wouldn't use evil, but you have the hired hand who really doesn't do a good job tending to the flock, and you have the wolf that actually comes in and causes real problems for them. So I don't know who who to assign what value to. I guess we can start with the higher hand. Jesus was comparing himself to the religious leaders of his time, the ah. people who were called to, to lead the congregation or the faithful to God, but they were not doing a very good job. So Jesus called them the higher hand, and he contrasts his mission or their mission to his mission, showing that he is the genuine, because how do we know that he is genuine? He says that he is ready to give his life for the sake of the sheep, and we know that mm -hmm. he does do that. He gives his life for us. And the wolf, the very generic way uh, to answer your question is Satan, but also all the bad influences around us. You know, it's like the wolf that is trying to take us away from God. But I would like to speak also about the sheep. You know, yeah. when when we when you say sheep, and especially in the context of the Armenian culture, when you say vochkar, that doesn't sound good usually. Even in the English context, sheep, you talk about people that are easily influenced, led, that don't think independently. I mean, it has that negative stigma attached to it sure. in American culture as well. And a lot of people think that, you know, we are just like sheep. We follow uh, something without fully understanding or knowing it. But I do not think that's the meaning in what Jesus is saying. The, the relationship of the sheep and the shepherd, let's start with the shepherd. The most important responsibility that the shepherd has is the accountability. He is there to make sure that the sheep are safe and at the end of the day most of the time shepherds did not own the sheep other people did and shepherds were there to take care of the sheep at the end of the day the shepherd was supposed to take back the sheep to the one who owned and he was supposed to bring back the same exact number that he had taken from them that same morning so accountability is a big part of uh, of the job description of the sheep but also when we speak about sheep there's one thing that is very um, obvious about the nature of the sheep is the fact that they cannot protect themselves all the time mm -hmm. and therefore they need the shepherd to protect them in that same way we think that we are all powerful and that we can face all the problems of life alone but God knows that we are not uh, equipped with that strength to face life all by ourselves. And therefore, Jesus is there to help us and protect us. Today's hymn is Chachiko Christos. 
this Sunday the Armenian Church celebrates the Feast of the Holy Cross of Varak, a feast that is only unique in the Armenian Church, and therefore we will be playing Khachiko Christos. We will be back hopefully in two weeks. In the meantime, I would like to thank Mr. Veh and Greg for all the hard work that they do for the podcast. I would like to thank our sponsor, Dr. Carlo Bayraktarian, who messaged me two weeks ago saying that although there's no podcast every Thursday, but I still wake up early every Thursday morning looking for a podcast. And when I do not find one, I play one of the old podcasts. Carlo, thank you very much for sponsoring our podcast and being such a good friend of the show. I would like to thank all of our listeners. I pray that the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ will always be in your hearts. Amen.
Today's podcast was brought to you by Dr. Carlo Bayraktarian. If you'd like to sponsor future episodes, please contact the St. Sarkis Church office at 718-224-2275.